Welcome to episode number 303, Overcoming Frustration. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Heck, and Goose. What's up? Overcoming frustration. In this episode, we discuss our stories of frustration, dealing with frustration in our children, overcoming frustration, and advice for folks who are completely frustrated with life. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Joyce Meyer and Tony Robbins. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Here we go. Um, All right, so we're going to jump right into this. Uh, We're going to define frustration from, it looks like, dictionary.com, and then we will jump into the conversation. Frustration, a feeling of dissatisfaction, often accompanied by anxiety or depression, resulting from unfulfilled needs or unresolved problems. Um, yeah, that, that, that felt frustrating reading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> frustrating listening to it. <laughs> um, so uh, we, we said frustration about 1,400 times already, and we're about 30 seconds in, but... Uh, we, we are, if you all have heard our podcast in the past, you know that we give a positive spin on things. So yes, uh, this may sound like a, a negative uh, topic, but it's titled Overcoming Frustration. So uh, we're going to get into some ideas and some things. Uh, but when you all, we'll go around the horn. When you think about something frustrating, what do you think about? I feel like, like you keep trying to do yeah. something, you just can't like figure it out, sort of. Yeah, something. yeah, it's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, I feel like it's stuck. Yeah, like you're stuck on something, whether yeah. it's a process or a thing, something that you're trying to work through. Yes, um, there's a feeling of being stuck. Is <laughs> yeah. what I think of initially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, about two or three weeks ago, I uh, my wife decides to order like eleven pieces from IKEA. And I have to build all these dressers and desks and everything. I'm like, yeah. dude, what in the... 11 got, pieces of furniture. Uh, 11 bo- All right, let me rephrase it. 11 boxes, one, two, three, four. Uh, 11 boxes, four pieces of furniture. So it's four pieces of furniture that but came divided into, into 11, 11 boxes. boxes. Got it. And neither one of them were light. Okay, so, and I'm the only one it's carrying. Almost three, it's almost three boxes of pieces. Yes, yes. Jeez Louise. Wow. Um, so... You got this delivered to the house? I got it, it delivered to the house. And I'm looking at it. Poor and delivery it's, guy. And it's, it was two guys dropping it off. And I didn't know that it was coming that day. Yeah. She says she's, she's ordering it before she goes away to Myrtle Beach or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Saturday morning, I wake up and it's like 8 o'clock in the morning. I have my coffee. I'm doing a good day. And it was kind of like sluggish that day or whatever. Next thing you know, I see this part, this truck parked outside, and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, Jess, why is there this? Uh, what is it? It's uh, those enterprise trucks. Like they rent them to yeah, then yeah. do the deliveries, like the yeah. small box trucks. So there's this box truck just going up and down the street looking for our address. And unfortunately, it was kind of like gloomy that that morning. The number nine, you couldn't see it on the street. Yeah. So then finally, the guy pulls up. And he's like, Oh, you guys expecting uh, some pieces from IKEA? And I was like, Jess. Is that stuff coming today? And she goes, yeah. So I'm thinking it's like three pieces, four pieces. Yeah, you know I mean, like a dresser. Yeah. Man, I see this dude coming, handing me something. Goes back, comes, hands me another piece, hands me another piece, hands me. I'm like, literally 11 times. <laughs> and I'm like, this God. is crazy. Now my living room is full of boxes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm assuming none of them are small boxes. Yes. They're all like size of this table, like the lengthwise. Oh, jeez. And size of that table. So there was three, four desks. And one dresser, and the dresser was the size of this table. So that's the, five pieces of furniture. I'm sorry, yes, I miscounted. Um, <laughs> so we're all sitting around, I'm looking at the boxes. I'm like, when do you expect all this stuff to get done? And she goes, oh, you know, as soon as you can. I'm like, okay. So I go 
I don't know what happened. I came back downstairs. Oh, I was looking to see because I had to move furniture out of the rooms. I come downstairs, and the minute I saw a box open that one of the kids opened because if they thought they were going to build it themselves, oh my, complete frustration. Yeah. Because I know it's not going to get built the right way. Yeah. And then they're going to put it halfway together, and when it falls on them, it's Just, my yeah, fault. It's I'm little, like, little stop. Crap. I was like, Jess, please stop. Tell her to relax. I'm going to build this desk for her. I mean, shout out to the kid for taking the initiative to right. doing something on their own. Absolutely. I gave her credit for that, but then I think about how they build things, right? <laughs> the follow-through. The follow-through is always definitely, Dad, we need a drill. Dad, we need a hammer. I'm like, what do you need a drill for? I was like, wait a minute. We don't need no drill. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's just those screws and you lock them in. So anyhow, I end up start building the one. And I got frustrated at the one part because it wasn't working right. Here, it wasn't working right because I wasn't closely paying attention to the directions. I had to flip it the other way mm. so the lines could, so I was getting frustrated. I'm like, this ain't working. This isn't working. Why is it not lining up? And it was, oh, not turned the other way. I had to flip it upside down. Yeah. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Because it doesn't say flip it. And I'm trying to follow the picture, you know, the yeah. diagram, whatever as it is. So the pictures are half, giving you half information and like, yeah, I'm like, oh, these are identical, gosh. but just the reverse. So let's just like, say I built three, four desks that day. Well, I'm once sorry. You, if they're the same, were they the same desk or all different? They're two different desks. Uh, the older two girls had the same desk, and then the two younger girls had the same desk. So once so I built those one, things, once you find the groove, yes, you're kind of like good. you can just yeah. keep it moving. Yeah, you're good. You got to figure out that initial first twenty minutes is like, oh man. Yeah, you're good. So I, I'm sorry, I didn't build all four. I built three. I built two, the two little ones, and the second oldest one. And I was like, that was it. It was like five, six o'clock in the evening by the time I was done. And I'm like, dude, my whole day just went on building these desks. I'm like, Jess, I'm done. <laughs> Whatever. So the next day comes along. My oldest comes in with her friend and she starts building her desk. And I was like, okay. I got two girls building a desk here. They're older, so I give them benefit of the doubt. Sure. And sure enough, they're going, they're building it. It's all established. I'm like, remember, you got to take it up in two pieces because it's big you have to put you know carry one drawer and the other drawer to yeah. then put the top piece on top of it so they they listen they do that but then when they go to put the drawers in the drawers were all upside one was upside down one was the right way one was upside down so then you had to go around <laughs> and flip the desk around do all, i was like whatever so that finally got done so then that same day i built the dresser which took me the dresser alone took me Two and a half hours, three hours to build. Jeez. Well, I mean, that they're known for having like multiple, like hundreds of pieces, yes. and you having to yep. figure out yes. the the puzzle or whatever. Yeah. Yep. They um, I remember we ordered a piece of furniture. It was something for like the playroom for the boys. It was nothing expensive at all. We knew it was likely going to get um, like broken or demolished, whatever. So I order it, and about two weeks later, why don't I don't receive any you know further communication so i reach out i'm like hey he's like oh well, it's on back order i'm like dang you think you would think you would let somebody know if sure, yeah, right. on back order yeah. two weeks later yeah um so then I'm, now i'm tracking i'm like, can i get a tracking like the appropriate tracking number because yeah, yeah. it almost seemed like the the one they initially gave me was just processing or something like that so now it's giving me an expected delivery date this is like in november <laughs> well through november obviously is the holiday season so we got a lot of stuff going on Two weeks later after that, I check it again. It says, pushed it off another two weeks, whatever. Expected date now, it's January. It's the following year. <laughs> January comes. Again, we got a lot going on, so it's not really bothering me because mm. we have people over the house, constant. So anything, if anything, is going to take another thing that's going to take up more room, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I got a lot going on. It's fine. Dude, February comes. Oh this gosh. thing's still not in. Wow. So I'm calling like, can we cancel this? Because this is like, this is, this is, now it's like, all right, the holiday season's over. You know, it's the beginning of the year. You're feeling good. Yeah. Like you want, you know, fresh things, whatever. And um, like, oh, we apologize. It's on its way. We can't cancel it now. Now it actually did deliver it, or it did get oh, sent man, out. And we, can't, out. we have to wait. And then once it's received by the receiving facility or whatever it is, then we can cancel it or have them like return whatever, it. Re redirected i guess yeah. back to them so i say okay dude somehow some way i forget <laughs> dude it's march and this thing comes delivered to my door oh, oh man god i open it up 
and the entire piece of furniture snapped in half. Oh, gosh. So from something I ordered in November, it came finally in March, mm. and it came totally broken. Straight. So oh, yeah. needless to say, they fully refunded me uh, my money, but that was, a, that was very frustrating. Well, yeah. So now we have, like, expectations and things like, yeah. man, this is what I get for ordering some, like... But again, it, it was something for the, like, the playroom. Yeah. It wasn't, like, going to be on display for, you know, like, the world to see. The boys yeah. needed something to put, like, their video game console on and just, yeah. you know, whatever. They're throwing a football and baseball around, and I mean, yeah. no, this thing's gonna. You think it's gonna, gonna get to stay intact? Right? If it didn't get yeah. delivered broken, eventually it's gonna get broken anyway. <laughs> yeah, right? So I mean, let's just keep it broken. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. Um, yeah, I mean th- that. There's there's a couple things that can can you know lead to frustration. There's there's projects. I know whether it was school related or work related. There's frustrating things. I remember in at, when I was at Temple University, a group project. Those were yeah. I was never a huge fan of those. Um, I understood why they do them, and I still understand why they do them and where they're coming from. Sure. Developing teamwork, working with others, especially different personalities, um, different levels of motivation and excitement for something in particular. It's challenging. I get it. That's the point. Right. But it does become frustrating when everyone in the group's a procrastinator. Uh, <laughs> not everyone is, mm-hmm. is putting Partaking, in their, right? you know, like, yeah. t- potential, like, Basically, we're all supposed to put in 20%, right? Yeah. If there's five of us, that'll yeah. get 100%. So that's how we like divvied it up. So my 20% was doing the research. This person's 20% was slapping it all together. This other person, yeah. 20% was uh, per, like uh, proofreading it, and the other person had to put the presentation together. Like, we, uh, whatever. So, something like yeah, yeah. that yeah, to that extent. Broke it up. Well, it's like, well, if the first person doesn't start and nothing else can happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if, I, if you don't do the research on this, you know exactly. what I mean? It's like, I can't do my part, which was like the presentation part, right? Sure. And so I remember, uh, I, I don't remember exactly what the, the topic was, but I remember being so frustrated with like the group project. I wasn't mad at anybody in particular. It was just like the situation. Yeah. But in that, it's so funny because... I remember having like meeting with them. I'm like, guys, we got to meet. Like, we got to talk about this. What's right. the progress? Where are we with this? Because it's due next week. Yeah. And we've had like a month to do it. You know what I mean? We made no progress at all. So now here we are pulling all nighters, sure. right? And we have other projects and other things to do. That's that not was, your only class. That's not yeah, your only. That's not yeah. my only class. I was taking eight, <laughs> 18 to 20 credits. Bro, yeah. like, we were getting it in. It wasn't, like, our only thing that we were doing. And then there was other <laughs> stuff, and it's, like you said, assignments and things that had to be done. Um, anyway, needless to say, we got it done, and we did, we did fairly well on it. But, like, that kind of frustration is, like, we put that on ourselves. Yeah. Like, the boxes not getting that, delivered right? and stuff like that, that's not, that's, I mean, that's maybe I could have helped, control. but that was kind of out of my control, right? Yeah. yeah. This stuff is, like, so you think about, like, scenarios. What, what scenarios are we putting ourselves into that we created ourselves versus, you know, mm-hmm. something that's mm-hmm. maybe out of our control? Because yeah. um, on long lines with, like, the group project, I, I, I forget it was online or something, whatever. It was, like, some story where... I think all in the, the, in the more recent thing, if I, everybody on Zoom and all that stuff, whatever, like there was a group project where a guy, like nobody responded to any kind of like response to do the project. Yeah. He wound up doing it himself. And I think he submitted to the teacher saying, explain the situation, but quote unquote failed because he didn't follow the direction because it wasn't a group project because he did everything by himself. Oh my oh, gosh. Wow. wow. I think it was, I think it was like he wound up taking it higher up, but it was like, so it was almost like he was just better off saying, oh yeah, we did it all. And then, put, yes. oh, John did this, Joe did that. And she, <laughs> nobody, nobody contributed anything, but you did yourself with, but yeah. it was a really group project Still and failure. nobody wants to do it. So it's like, yeah, that's, so that's a thing. Like, that's frustrating. Yeah, when you're stuck in a group and nobody's responding to anything and you're like, yeah. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, and it's also like that level of frustration is, you know, it makes me think frustration really is relative. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the classic example that we've given since we started this podcast is sitting in, in traffic. Yeah. And why is some dude completely frustrated and PO'd, and why is some person just whistling? But it's just the context, if you put mm-hmm. it in context. So yesterday we took, uh, we took the boys to um, the Eagles uh, training camp practice. It was at the link, it was awesome. We get there, nothing. Don't hit no traffic, nothing. You guys all know if you've been down to the uh, the stadiums in oh, Philly, yeah. they're all together. Mm-hmm. And the Philadelphia Phillies baseball game just ended, um, and they're across the street. The Citizens Bank is across the street from the link. 
We're pulling in and we sat in traffic and I'm, I, without exaggeration, a single block is all I had to go mm. was to turn into yeah. the Lynx parking lot, make a right onto the Lynx parking lot. Dude, we sat there for 40 minutes. That sucks. <laughs> like that is one thing is traffic is to me is like one of the most frustrating. I get it. I understand yeah, yeah, traffic. Yeah. There's various reasons for traffic, and I get it. But for some, I get so frustrated with traffic. I feel like I'm just sitting there wasting time. Well, because, but at least it's something that you can understand. Okay, people are trying to get into a parking lot, and so yes. it backed up. But yeah. I don't understand the the gaper delay stuff where you're just yes. you're driving past and you're just looking at it. There's for, nothing. There's no reason that, for it to slow down that way. That happens like, all the time when you're like on 95. You're like, why is it traffic? And you're driving, and it's like a construction site is happening, and people are just driving just slow because they want to be nosy and see. I'm like, yes. just keep it moving. Yes, gold, go. golden or speed limit. You don't go. have to like, You don't have to look at it. Just keep going. It's like, it's, I mean, there's there's plenty of times where I'm like driving into work, and the way my job, like the way you cross the highway, or whatever, it's you got to be quick on the light because if you're not quick on the light, you're gonna end up getting stuck there. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's so many times where I get stuck at a yellow. I come proposing or uh, approaching a yellow light. And I know how these people are. The minute they see that yellow light, they're already moving. The oncoming traffic's already moving. Yeah. So I was like, I slowed down. Well, this dude went around me and just continued crossing over the highway. I was like, oh, geez. What? <laughs> I don't know what your problem is, but I, wherever you're going, I hope you get there safely. Yeah. That's all I said. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, that was straight, complete savage. Like, to the point where he ate the red light. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, these people, there's so, such a rush. Yeah. Six o'clock in the morning, what are you doing? Yeah, you're gonna cause a, a massive right, a massive freaking delay. Cause more delay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You trying to rush it over there? Yeah, man. Uh, oh man, that traffic is one thing that I cannot, I cannot put together. I cannot piece together. Like, and then that was just like when I go into work, I don't have traffic, and I drive an hour into work mm. from one state to another. But I. Luckily, thank God, I don't sit in traffic. There's yeah. traffic lights and things like that, and I do speed limit, whatever, but I don't sit in traffic. Dude, there's people who sit in traffic every day, and it's, some people might bother, some people doesn't bother. I don't know, but they yeah. do it every day. Kudos to you. Shout right, out right. to you, but uh, God bless you because I cannot do that. Sure. I mean, um, if you're doing it every day, there, you've got to be at some sort of understanding and knowing that that's going yeah. to be happening so yeah, you yeah, kind yeah. of that's the expectation of that right point. like yeah. you're you this is my yeah, job you get and used I to, to it yeah you kind of get used to it right because i'd rather again, if, even if it's the same amount of time i'd rather like keep, keep moving, moving. Yes. yes oh just absolutely then be in standstill traffic even if it's the quote-unquote shortest absolutely route. so that i do the same thing so instead of knowing that i'm gonna get locked up in this traffic i'll find another route well i know another route to get to my job and it and what i do is i check to see what car i would have been behind and if it's like a big white truck or whatever it is, I'll go around and I'll see if I beat him or not. Like okay. going, like it's just a little little game that I play in my head. And there's times where I don't see it, so they might have gone through that, you know, because mm. the right the route that I end up going is like instead of doing one traffic light, I end up hitting six traffic lights. No, right. but it's keep it moving. It's yes. not you're not sitting there and waiting yeah. in traffic. So yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think. There was there was another time. I remember, I'm trying to think of like little frustrating things. I remember one time. Um, I don't know why, but I just decided that I was going to help out with cooking. I was probably no more than 10 years old, and uh, I started. Oh, I started making hot dogs or something. And then I wanted, I personally wanted hot dogs and mac and cheese, like the box macaroni, craft macaroni and cheese. So that's what I wanted. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to make this for the whole family. Well, my mom came home and I remember being so excited that uh, I started dinner. I'm like, mom, I know, because we, I think it was like we had baseball practice. It wasn't like we ain't having nothing gourmet. Let's just make it quick, yeah, get in, yeah. get out, and go to practice or something. And she was so happy. She was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. She was like, all right, I'm gonna go upstairs. I'm gonna get changed. Obviously we'll eat and then we, I gotta take you to baseball practice or basketball or something like that. Um, so dude, so I, tr- she's like, I'll finish it. I remember her saying this. She's mm. like, I'll finish you. After I'm done getting ready, you come down. You then get ready, blah, blah, blah. Well, dude, I pushed it to another level. I never drained the, mac- the, the macaroni and started putting like the cheese sauce. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like the mushiest. Yeah. Dude. And I cannot explain the level of frustration or dis- and or disappointment in my mom's face because it went from like, hell yeah, I don't have to cook. This is awesome. And he fixed it to this is a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I guess we're just eating hot dogs. So she's like, Soup. no. It was yeah. like, 
Craft keys. Dude, I ruined oh it. And I remember being so mad at myself because I was like right there. I was so close to like, yes, man. I I, that proved, one step. I, I felt like I proved, I was like worthy of living in this house because <laughs> I chipped in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like that one thing I could you, do. You made a contribution. Yeah, like I made a contribution. That's, what, <laughs> that's really, really what it was. I made this contribution and I ruined it. And yeah. I remember being so mad at myself. And then I felt bad for my mom because <laughs> she didn't say anything negative, but she was like, you could tell she was swole. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta dump this now. Oh my god. Dump out gosh. your macaroni soup. I think it was something like maybe it was it probably have been like maybe last summer. Yeah. It was like a, it was a day, it was like, oh I, we had set something out for like grilling, whatever. So I made it with like, it might have been like burgers or something. Made everything, put the cheese on top, put the, everything in the bur and the bun and everything, turned the grill off, it was ready to go. Picked it up, lost balance, and threw everything in the grass. Oh my oh god! Like, all the all the meat, like all the burgers. Everything was the, oh. there was cheese stuck onto the deck. There was everything. Yeah. There was a yeah. there was a burger under yeah. one of the bushes. I'm oh like, geez, my geez, gosh! I'm like, and we had nothing else set out to like to, cook? to even cook. It was like that because I had, we had defrosted everything or yeah. had marinated everything. We're over ordering days. pizza tonight. Yeah, so that's what I was like. <laughs> did all that it was like. It actually came out really, like I actually made it better than usually I do, and it was like everything was went went oh to hell. My oh gosh. my gosh, that's frustrating. That, that is sucks. frustrating. I'm like, huh. That's <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> Speaking of like silly things like that, man, my brothers over here talk about frustrating. They would leave like they would have cereal and leave like two little corn pops at the bottom, and still put the box away. You think you're going <laughs> yeah. in for some corn yeah. pops? <laughs> <laughs> There's two little corn pops. Like, ding, ding, ding. Right it's like putting bowl, an empty jug like, back oh, in the, in the, in the yeah, fridge. Yeah. Put a milk carton back in there. <laughs> or, or you pour the the classic, pour the whole bowl of cereal, and then there's like a tablespoon worth of milk left uh, in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> just dampen the cereal a little bit. I remember one time uh, I was probably like five, six years old. We're at my grandma's house, and Mr. Softy came around, but out on the main street, on that back street yeah. where the church was. Yeah, Ray Street. Yeah. Ray Street. Yeah. So he came around. And my uncles and all of us were all together, my dad, whatever. We're like, yo, yeah, let's go get ice cream. Let's go stop him. Let's go stop him. So my uncle ran out there to go get him. So we stop, they stop him, whatever. We go up there, order our ice cream. I was like, nah, I'll take my dad's ice cream. I'll take it. I'll take it. And my uncle goes, are you sure you can handle it? Because it wasn't like walking through cement or anything. It was like we were walking through like trees and like shrubbery oh, and grass. stuff like that. Just because it was grass, grass, like tall grass, like weeds and stuff like that to get through it. I was like, yeah, 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 I'll take it, I'll take it. And I'm walking, and I, like, stumble. And next thing you know, the ice cream falls slow motion. I'm like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and I see it fall down, and I look around at my uncle, and I'm like, I pick it back up, and I put it under the thing, and I'm like, that was my dad's ice cream, because I ordered a chocolate dip. He ordered a vanilla. And I was like, so disappointed in myself that I, gave, I walked up to him and gave it to him. He's like, well, what happened to <laughs> I was like, I dropped it. And I was like, you want mine? He's like, no, no, that's okay, that's okay. And before you, my dad was that kind of guy that he would just like go up and just talk to him. So he went and got an exchange. But I was just like embarrassed, frustrated. I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm like five, six years old, like excited at the same time to give my my dad his ice cream and just a disaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. Uh, for the story for the moms, I remember, oh man, I felt so bad. Kelly, we just, I believe it was James, she just had James and she was breastfeeding and the baby, um, James wouldn't latch on. Mm. And I just remember watching her, man, I felt, that was like one of those times where I felt like helpless, another yeah. one of those times, but man, she was so frustrated, yeah. but she like, gracefully mm. came through it and he ended up she ended up figuring it out and found like what worked yeah and it was good but i remember just seeing like she handled that you know way better than i think i would have ever handled it because I, I i don't know man i was just like it's there's a lot going on first yeah. of all you just a major surgery you just gave birth to a person right. and now it's like the you're you're like recovering and you're wanting to feed your baby and like it's not working. You know, what you're doing is like, I, I, couldn't, I can't even put together how like frustrated I was for her. Yeah. And then finally, you know, like a nurse helped, came in, helped her out, and they figured out what worked for James or whatever. Uh, and it was awesome. But man, that that's like a frustration. It's like, 
to see a loved one that frustrated, sure. yeah. that like messes you all up mm-hmm. because you're like, dang, like, and you want the best for both of them, right? And you're just like, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know no. what to do. I, I, I think I was the one who went out and got the nurse. You're like, can you help? Yeah. I'm not, we're kind of struggling over here. Um, and it was like the solution. I mean, we're, in my mind, while we were going through it, it felt, probably felt like infinity. Yeah. So like it was Absolutely. probably like 10 minutes or 20 minutes of like <laughs> struggling and then, but like I said, it's a very intense situation. Uh, there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot going on. It's very emotional, like the lot, whole experience. Lots of just just happened. Yeah, a lot of just happened. Um, you know, it's like a roller coaster. Uh, but yeah, I think I think watching the frustration and loved ones home, just as hard. I think I, I don't know if mm. it's harder, but it's definitely just as hard. I mm-hmm. feel like um, this past season, James for baseball gotten like a slump mm. for in batting and I remember thinking like and I remember like trying to motivate him before the games after the games just constantly encouraging him he just he was he was finally seeing I think like there was like a little bit movement on the ball and I think that was the first time he was seeing it and so like it was throwing him off oh, okay so he was like second guessing everything, everything. he did once yeah. he went up to the plate and it was just like oh my gosh and I remember like and these guys know dude we're going through like fall ball winter workouts like we went through it all finally the season's here to like show off everything and you're just like oh my gosh i felt so bad for him I'm like <laughs> but the only thing i could do is encourage him get more reps in so we were constantly in the backyard practicing practicing and you know it was like a week worth of it was like probably like two or three games you just saw it, it was like, yeah damn and now he he it's a weird thing to balance because you want to, you want them to work it out themselves, and also sure. you have this weird parental uh, instinct to fix it, like to yeah. fix things for them. But I'm like, he, this is this is something I like. It's a performance. Like you yeah, yourself you have, to, have to fix it, or yeah. you yourself have to work on it. Um, and to be honest with you, I think it was more of a mental thing than it was and then also was there was a little bit of movement and the ball was coming out faster than the previous year okay um but it was like two three games and then all of a sudden it was like he he found his groove back and he's just he was good but uh i felt the frustration because he's like trying to explain and then i remember there was another time uh where one one of his uncles was there watching him and it was like the one time his uncle could make it because his schedule yeah. or whatever, and he shows up. So James wants to like stunt, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I want to get a hit, dude. He struck out, dude. He starts uh, crying. It's like performance anxiety. Came out, yeah. 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 And then he came up again, boom, struck out again. Came up again, dude, popped up and got out, whatever. Yeah. Dude, he was having a disaster. And then finally, I think it was like that, like four times. The fourth time he came out and hit like a nice little shot into the outfield uh, and got like a stand up double or something like that. Thank God because that like made up for, for all that. I mean, yeah, but yeah. it is what it is. I remember that. I remember my uncles coming to, my uncle, I should say, uh, my uncle Ruben coming to a baseball game. Um, Cause he was really into baseball, but they lived in Jersey, so it was really hard for them to get over like mm-hmm. during the week. But I don't know how. I think it was like a Friday night. Uh, they came. They had his. I think like his brother, somebody who was from Puerto Rico, was over mm. with his niece, and that, and they all came to watch me play. And I think Heck was in the dugout with us, like helping out the coach or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and I was probably about James' age now, eight eight nine years old. And my dad, I remember like my dad, it was like a Friday night. I think it was like a playoff game. Cause that's the only time we would play where everyone could make it. During the week, it was like brutal. Yeah. Our games were like at 530 and it was like, my dad's sure. still working. You know what I mean? Like, but anyway, so everybody was out. There. I'll never forget, dude. Same thing. I batted four times. I struck out three times, oh, wow. dude. It was so <laughs> bad. And I remember sitting, and I, that's why I was like watching James. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was frustrated for him because I'm like, I know that feeling. I remember yeah. that. Um, and it was like against what I would say was like our rivals, too. Okay. To make it like a little bit more intense. Actually, a little pressure. Under the lights. People from Puerto Rico there. Yeah. Know. Dude, I'll never forget. And we were winning. And we were winning by like one run. And it was like a tight game, tight game. I think there was like one or two guys on base. I forget. But, dude, I hit a foul ball like a dinger. Like, bink. And I was like, I don't know why or what in the world that built my confidence. I'm like, at least I made contact with yeah. the ball. And, dude, Feel that a little was better. 
Bink. I'll never forget, dude. I hit it right over the right fielder's field. It hit the fence. Dude, I got a stand-up freaking triple. I was hyped. They all started going crazy or whatever. <laughs> it was like all happy and excited. Dude, they were just about to leave. I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they had to go. They're like, man, goodbyes. are you trying to see this dude strike out again? Like, yeah. we're trying to leave <laughs> Flew all the way to Puerto Rico Yo. to see this dude strike out 17 Yo, times. Won what? the game. I had that triple. Oh, dude, it was the best. I, I remember, like, well, not the first half of the game, but I remember, like, that, like, walking home with, like, my chest, like, poked out, feeling extra, like, pumped up. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> but, man, you know, it's just, it's like a metaphor for life. You can keep striking out, and, like, mm-hmm. you're trying. You're trying. Yeah. That's what was frustrating with me for James. Yeah. Because I know how hard we worked. Yeah. And it was just like, there ain't no way this dude's struggling right now. Like, mm-hmm. he yeah. looked like somebody who didn't work out all summer, didn't work out in the fall. And he and some of these kids played other sports, and they weren't focused on baseball. Where all he was focused was on baseball. So my, I felt so frustrated for him. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Dude, I had to, like, walk out to the outfield and just, like, stay to myself. Because I'm like, I ain't trying to ruin anyone else's time. But, yo, this is frustrating yeah. as hell, man. Um, but... Just as in life, like if you just keep going at it or tweak some things, that's why it's good to have mentors. Yeah. That's why it's good to talk to somebody um, because maybe they can see something that you're not seeing. You yeah. keep running into the wall and you're frustrated. Yeah. But how much, to go back to what we were saying in the beginning, how much are we inflicting on ourselves? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just over our own nonsense or ignorance or whatever. We're trying to just power through it. And it's not, yes. It's, it doesn't work that way sometimes. Forceful. You, yes. And that's why you know, yeah. the outside perspective gives you at least, oh, okay, I need to do this, not just like a brunt force it. Yeah, man. So, so I mean, that's, that's kind of how we're going to, you know, turn the rest of this uh, show is like, how can someone overcome frustration which is obviously the title we shared several stories obviously and we can go on all night with the stories sure um at least every day there's something that uh, one maybe even if it's not as intense but there's something (laughs) Something, that frustrates you off or ticks you off right um is how to overcome frustration is there something that you know you could jump in whenever that you do to overcome that um i know i talk a, a lot about having a mentor and i have I don't. One is actually an actual mentor, and then there's others that I don't know if it's you know someone who's guiding me or help leading me. But I'm I can I can reach out and ask a couple questions mm. or talk about it. I would mm-hmm. say yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that they're a mentor, um, but it's just advice from an experienced person. Right? Yeah. Is one of my biggest suggestions uh, for anyone that's, especially if it's work related or career related or something like that, um, and you see it all the times. To go back with sports, like if you're if you're struggling uh, with your free throws, as I say, it's basketball. You're gonna want to link up with someone who's one either good at it or mm-hmm. a shooting coach. Yeah, right. Who's gonna help you get fi- help you find that rhythm, find your spot on the rim, whatever it is, uh, and work out the little you know the little things that you need working on. Uh, but getting that outside perspective to look at your issue uh, is huge. I mean, we had uh, the, the the two family counselors on. Mm. Um, and, and they were explaining therapy, like group therapy. And it's mm-hmm. like a lot of times we truly are in our own way. And so it's like even just hearing ourselves talk it out, you can yeah. almost solve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you ever get like one of these puzzles, like one of these like um, uh, a Rubik's cube? like a Rubik's Cube or t- there's a bunch of little puzzles that they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the two like the two you know, wound up nails and you have to like untangle them yeah. or something. Like they have all these like brain busters. There you yeah. go. Like those brain busters things. Like if you keep at it, bro, you're going to get frustrated. Mm-hmm. But if you don't stop, like, hang on, there's a strategy to this, like the Rubik's Cube, There's a, apparently there's an algorithm or whatever mm-hmm. to solve things. There's, and there, It's prob- a pattern. Or whatever. Yeah, there's yeah. likely there's an algorithm or a pattern that we need for most things to yeah. resolve. I'm not saying it's that simple um, and life's obviously more complex than that, but still... And kind of like, and sort of like saying like sometimes you need to like step away for for a moment like yeah, yeah. and kind of like regroup your mind like like you said maybe talk to somebody else or just or do something different and then yeah. you come back to it Switch later around, yep. that's what I was gonna when, say. like a clear mind that you can oh this is you see it clearly at that <laughs> yeah. point you just yeah you, you like it's you like can like just do it in no problem in your own head right and it's just or it just, just makes it easier so like, just accept that it might not be able to do what it has to do or yeah, accept I mean, reality like, yeah like 
I'm going to the gym in my mind, right? I want to work out. Next year, I want to be as big as The Rock, right? Sure. <laughs> I'm working out, working out. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You link up with, like you said, a mentor, a yeah. trainer, and they ask you, what's your goals? You tell them, he's like, sorry, but your physique isn't made for that. So you got to sure. accept it and then just make the best out of it. But like the first year, I was frustrated. You know what I mean? Like in yeah. a sense, you're frustrated because you're trying to get to that, that level that it's damn near impossible. Yes, yeah. exactly. The other thing is uh, shifting your focus. Hmm. Um, I remember when uh, my wife and I bought a house. We bought our house, the house of a county. It was a fixer-upper. And I remember being frustrated with a lot of the process of fixing the house. And I remember being so, I was so stuck on the plumbing of the downstairs bathroom. And um, because we wanted, we wanted to switch around some things. Hmm. Um, and there are initially telling us you can't you can you can't we don't know we're kind of just going back and forth i remember i was so hell-bent on the plumbing and the layout that um i remember i just remember my grandfather's like do what you can do you're gonna put up the drywall right you gotta put up drywall and or find something you can do lay down the floor the tile do and i remember just putting down the tile and somehow the plumbing within like the next day worked out we configured it how it would work best for us hmm. right and so sometimes it's just re shifting your focus like mm -hmm. think about step away from it for a second yeah. mm -hmm. you know what i mean because sometimes we get so like intense and like i gotta solve it right now that um, you just clouded by everything yeah yeah you're in your own way um the other one is uh, identify a list of possible actions, uh, which is a good one. So it's like, what are my other options? Because clearly what I'm doing is maybe not working right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else can I do or what else could be a possible solution? Um, writing it down, talking to a friend about it. And like I said, mm -hmm. that goes back to the mentor uh, slash what Goose was saying, trainers like, talking things through sometimes even talking to yourself like going through the yeah. scenario in your head yeah. while you're laying down before bed or something sure. and trying to like process it it sounds funny but people say this it works for them it really truly does work my morning showers i work out a ton of issues in my head sure. like, i'm serious like i go about my day what i gotta do this day whatever i work out a bunch of things they might not be like mountain sure. level you right, know problems right. but there's things and then like i'm working through like how how do i approach it there's some like when it comes to leadership there's some tough conversations that you have to have yeah and it's like it's not I, what i did learn is that a good way to start your day is worry it's not is the yeah. probably one of the worst ways to start sure. mm -hmm. and so i'm like worrying or anxious about having a particular conversation or a meeting mm-hmm and if I refocus on something else, what can I do? And I just tell myself, stop, stop. I literally tell myself, stop. Yeah. What can you do? What progress can you make, right? Uh, what are the things you can work on? And then I just somehow redirect my thinking to get, and it's mainly to get out of the negativity pit. Mm -hmm. And then I get into a positive, and like, I can do this. I know I can do this. I'll figure it out. I'll work it out, blah, blah, blah. And boom. My shower's done, I just keep it moving, sure. get dressed, and my mind shifted. And then it's like, there's something else about, I drank coffee, I drank tea. So whatever I'm in the mood for really that day, that it's like, I give myself, it's almost like a treat. Like, mm. all right, now let's look forward to the coffee when you're driving sure. in, like I'm looking forward to it, and then you're gonna reset, and then go over what you just think yeah. that worked out while you're in the shower, because I was still kinda, you know, you're still kinda half asleep. Well, I am anyway. <laughs> During that time, and then it's like, bang, you know, I, I just, I think about it in it from a different perspective. Now I'm in a different setting too. I'm in a car. Um, I'm in. I'm, I'm very comfortable. I'm dressed, so I'm feeling good about myself. Sure. Feel good, smell good, you know. And now I'm thinking about my day. And I'm sipping on one of my favorite drinks, coffee or tea, and it's just, it just redirects. So all that worry, that meeting's still got to take place. Yeah, right. I'm still a little anxious about it, but I'm not as Whereas if I'm just bashing, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm dreading this meeting, or I'm dreading having this conversation, I'm dreading, and you're just saying that to you're yourself. You're just building up more and more. Yeah, so excited out, like the <laughs> whole time, yo, because like I said earlier, it takes me about an hour to get into work, and if that's the case, dude, for an hour, that's what you're feeding yeah. your brain, and your yeah. mind, yeah, that's, and that's your much. intentions, that's you much. know what I mean? Um, another one is sleep on it. 
which is another kind of step away from the things. Um, I remember sleeping on a very big topic and not someone very intelligent, not me, uh, told me, he's like, don't try to solve this right now. Mm. You could tell it's a lot on your plate. Don't try to solve this right now. And I believe it was my mentor. I want to say it was my mentor or the chaplain that I also have conversations with. And I remember like sleep on it. I remember saying, just sleep on it. Think about it. Go home, whatever. You can't, the, the, the state, the mental state that you're in uh, is probably not conducive to the most you know, productive result or, sure. you know, thought process. Yeah. I remember waking up the next day and seeing like an email or something like that. And the issue like resolved itself. Mm. And I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen for every single thing, yeah, no. but it was like, it was dope that I didn't make the wrong decision. I like, I let it kind of, some things you do just have to Take let them pan out. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we, we have this thing where we're trying to force our hand on a lot of things. Yeah. Trying to force the success. Mm-hmm. Trying to force the situation to pan out to exactly how you had it in your head and in your little plan. Yeah. When, you know, God's plans are totally different. You know, they get, it's going to look totally, you can still get there. Yeah, you're right, gonna still yeah. get there, right? Like I still got. Different. I remember thinking like my college diploma and what I thought college was and how you get a college diploma sure. was not what I experienced. But I still got my college diploma. Right. Yeah, you see what exactly. I'm saying? Absolutely. Like it was totally different. I'm very grateful for my experience. There's some highs or some lows, whatever. Um, but it is not at all what I thought college was going to be. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I had never experienced it before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but the end result. So at one point, I don't know, maybe a year or two in. You just gotta go go with the process and how yeah. it's coming. Stop forcing, yeah. you know, what you think it should be. Like this is what my experience should be. Yeah, you know it, what I mean. It's never gonna work. Yeah, you never way. know what your experience should be. Yeah, or you don't know. You can have an expectation, right? Like you sh- you think it's gonna be this, but you're never gonna know what your experience is yeah. until it actually happens. Yeah, because so all you just gotta let that variables that goes into all that. Oh yeah, you just gotta let that go. I always think about too, like how tuned in people are with themselves and like race cars is a perfect example um oh my gosh i can't believe i'm forgetting what the heck the machine what's the machine's name that you put the car on and it's going dyno like a dyno so basically this this mechanism you put your your vehicle on it it could be a motorcycle it could Hmm. be um uh, like a, a a quad or a car whatever you put your vehicle on it and while it's on this mechanism, which is something similar to like a treadmill, but for obviously vehicles, it's computing all this information and spitting out all this information. Mm. And then you could test the speed, you could test all the, you know, the inner workings of what you just freaking figured out, that you put nitrous in this bad boy, when's the perfect time to hit the nitrous button, all these things. So it's, it's spitting out a lot of information that's very useful uh, for you to have the best performance. Yeah. Right for a particular race or whatever it is, I just think about like people like that when they're tuning into that level of detail. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, because you go from that to the guy who's just like going off of eh, like just going off the sound. Oh, I mean, sure. this is when I should you know hit. Yeah, or what gear they're in, and, and pro- they're probably ninety percent accurate because mm-hmm. they're so good at what they do. Sure. But it's all about the edge. It's all about the slight edge. And now this person's five more percent more accurate just because they did all this research and have all this. Awesome. So they're ninety-five percent more ac- you know, accurate. And just that one little split second, and we all know racing is split yep. seconds, uh, can determine whether you're first or second place. Um, but anyway, it's get, gathering as much information. Like, do you have, so if you're feeling frustrated about a specific outcome, do you have all the tools you need to be the most successful? So gathering the right information, all the right tools, um, because having the wrong tools could be a whole other beast. Like, yeah. if, I'm build, if you're building a house and all you have, all you have is a saw, Right? Let's see how. I'm not saying you can't build a house, but I'm saying how much more successful would you be if you had a drill, yeah. a hammer, uh, a level, and like 15 other, t- whatever. You sure. get the point. It's, you're going to be, you're going to be way more successful with the appropriate tools. Absolutely. Um, but the important thing also is to, to, to the opposite of that is work with what you have. 
Mm-hmm. Don't let that be the barrier uh, of frustration. Because sometimes, you know, this podcast itself is, is speaks volumes for this. It's We didn't have all the best equipment. Now we have good equipment. But sure. I'm saying, like, when we first started out, we just got started. Like, yeah. we just, yeah. with whatever we had. And, yes, it was frustration. There were still, like, laughing at ourselves six years later and how, yeah. like, crazy it was. Like, I can't believe we kept going. <laughs> like, what a mess. Like, seriously. Yeah. Not to say we have anything figured out now, but still, like, what a mess. Like, those first couple jacking up uh, recordings, thought we hit record, we never did, talking yeah, like, for 45 minutes what? and not capture it. Like, yeah, that yeah. was frustrating. frustrating. But we worked through it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a goal set behind it, too, right? Yeah. We were there was a, determined. There were, we were determined yes, there to was a, make a, it happen. A motivation behind it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That, yeah, that we want to do right. so and much, it, whatever. And, and, like, if, and if we didn't support him and back him up, it would have never happened. He, sure. couldn't, he couldn't do it by himself. He needed, he needed strong guys for him or with him to run the show. Yeah. So, if, case in point, like if you go back to your example, if all you have is a saw, then you need to find somebody with a hammer. That can <laughs> right. Help you. right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Build, build the, the team hammer, around. Got the ladder. Got the level. Build a team around you of people who know <clears throat> how and yeah. know what they're doing. You Absolutely. don't have to know everything. Exactly. Obviously. And that's the point of, of reaching out. We're and, the perfect know. example. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have our own personal exactly. skill sets. Exactly. Here's, here's a good one. <clears throat> walk away, temporarily walk away from the whole thing. Yeah. And they say, go to a party or celebrate. Mm-hmm. Do something that's going to completely take, or just yes. hang out with fr- good friends or good company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe go watch a movie or something that's going to totally take your mind off what's bothering you. Mm. And you might generate an idea having a conversation or yep. just watching something on TV or watch sport or, or go play sports or go to the gym. Uh, maybe do an activity that's going to, you know, take your mind off, uh, you know, with that. And then the other one is talk about uh, cook a delicious meal or maybe just go out and eat a delicious meal. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, because we know food, just the food alone can spark. My mouth is watering. Uh, <laughs> spark a conversation, you know, right. or go to one of your favorite places to eat. Mm-hmm. That would just kind of bring back that good vibes again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of like when you're feeling frustrated, we're, we, we want we want to lead people to healthy uh, problem solving, you know, f- items, and not the unhealthy aspects of resentment, anger, just walking away, quitting. Sure. So to avoid all that, um, or just not healthy fixes, right? Um, to avoid all that, find something that puts you in a healthy, good vibe and maybe rethink what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's always... There's always going to be something in your path that's going to slow you down, right? There's always going to be a challenge. There's always going to be a speed bump. Mm-hmm. They're not, and I say this in my motivational mixtape, I say this all the time. There's literally um, a track called The Challenge. It's not meant to stop you. It's there to simply challenge you. And mm-hmm. all you have to do, not all you have to do like it's simple, but is to just keep at it and overcome it the best way you can. Don't quit, mm-hmm. right? It's just trying to test you to see how bad you actually want it. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one of my favorites where we talked about uh, going to uh, I said a party I don't know really but something enjoyable going to a comedy club yep. or going to a comedy laugh or renting a, or, or whatever just you know watching a comedy on TV or yep. some movie or something get the laughter out like I said it still drills down or goes back to positive vibes yep. find something that's going to put you in that positive mindset um because feeling frustrated, you feel stuck. Like I said earlier, it's, mm-hmm. it's a trap. And you, ha- you need to become unstuck. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. Um, stop blaming others. Whew. That's a big one. Stand up and fight. Attack it with the why weapon. Like why you're doing it. Uh, borrow some enthusiasm. I can get this from my kids. They can get excited over the most simplest things, and yeah. there's something so – it could be adorable, but at the same time, it's, like, admirable. It's, like, mm-hmm. dude, sure. the simplest thing got this kid hyped, right? And it was just, like uh, – like I said, we went to this this Philadelphia Eagles practice or whatever, and James was saying something about um, one of the players. He wasn't 
for him, he, he didn't fully follow the trade or whatever. And he couldn't believe, he's like, we actually got him. I can't believe we actually got him. And it's like, he just got stuck on this like elevated enthusiasm about hmm. the Philadelphia Eagles and that they made such a great decision on getting, you know, AJ Brown. And he was telling me about the college that he came from and then mm-hmm. the, the, and he just kept going. And it was just like, dude, <laughs> You're like so excited. All of a sudden, I got excited, yeah. and we're all like researching, like, oh, yeah, and then he went there, and then the guy behind us started talking about it. He's like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, this group of people were just talking about AJ Brown. Yeah. Like, and it was just like because a little child was so excited and enthusiastic about what he was saying. Now, I could have been the dad that just ignored him and just like, yeah, 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 all right, bud, I'm trying to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> but I caught it and encouraged it. And because I was like, I want to borrow some some enthusiasm off someone right. who has it and is super excited. Because I also found it like peculiar. Like he was so excited about the simplest yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, and you know, he comes home and he's just like, you know, talking. He's he's actually a Cowboys fan, James. Mm. Uh, but he, I think we might have converted him because he's like, oh, I Dad, I think I'm just going to stay with the Eagles. <laughs> like, oh like, yeah, all right. Wait until you go back to school and all your boys. Yeah, are talking your smack. Cowboy friends. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So, so one of the other things is uh, contrast what you're going through uh, with what's the worst possible scenario. Like, is this truly the worst thing that can happen, or is there something yeah. worse? And and that's really if, uh, like so, like a small booster. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say like that's like the the the, the the cure, but yeah. I feel like. If you add, just with all of this stuff, I don't think any one in particular is the actual cure. I think it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, little right? bits and pieces of everything. Yes, and so if you apply, you have a, a even if it's a three-minute conversation with your significant other or your neighbor while you're taking out the yeah. trash or something, you're just, you're just talking about something, oh, I saw you got the new car, I saw you got the new top for your Jeep or something like that, and you just talk about that, and it, it gets your mind off of your garbage thoughts or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you walk back into the house and then all of a sudden now you're talking to them, like, oh, you know they got their new blah, 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 and they took them two hours. I remember when we put my top on my Jeep, it took us like about an hour and a half, but I had help with someone who knew what they were doing. But, and all of a sudden your mind's off of, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the, negativity. the negativity and all the negative thoughts. Um, and then maybe it's just like, you know what, I'm going to go for a while. I say this all the time. My, my wife could tell you, my boys could tell you, if I, they know what I'm, Whatever, I'm like, who wants to go for a walk? I just want to go for a walk to mm. get my mind off of, even if I have to bring my phone for business purposes, 90% of the time I try to leave my phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, there's a, there's a level of like freedom when you leave the phone behind. Sure. Yeah. I cannot explain it, but there is like, it depends. It depends on the situation. I get it. There's some safety things there, uh, especially if you're like going for a walk in like a park by yourself or something like that. Yeah. I get it. I'm sure. talking about, I'm like in my own neighborhood around a couple blocks mm-hmm. and I'm just, yeah. I'm good. Um, but there's something freeing. Even, even like when we went to the, we went to the beach, um, leaving my, it was so awesome, leaving my phone like in a bag, mm. you know, it was like secure or whatever is in the phone. I don't want any sand to get in it, but just not looking at it for an hour or two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was like that you hear the ocean clashing, having a baseball catch with my son. Yes. It's just that, yeah, detaching, detaching from away. like yeah. what you're clinging on. It's almost the same thing when you're feeling so frustrated. Figure out a way to detach yourself away um, because I said it once. I'll say it again. A bunch of this stuff of frustration is that we're in our own way yeah. mm-hmm. um, and not allowing results or not allowing information or advice come in because you could be hard-headed like no i'm gonna figure this out myself yeah yeah, yeah. And it, everything being so constantly available yeah. you're constantly always looking for some kind of solution to something so yeah. like, i was like like this weekend I, I i did yard work i kind of let my house look like that house where the grass was growing too high <laughs> and the weeds literally the bushes were like all over grown so yeah so basically i kind of let the house go with the grass and this and that although it hasn't been raining so the grass wasn't really high but my bushes were getting out of, out of whack so i got up saturday morning and i'm just like you know what i need to attack this and i was just at it and it was one of those days where i was like it's super hot outside so it took yeah, me it forever really it literally hot. took me four or five hours because i was coming inside my wife came she's, she's like oh here's a sandwich i'm like i'm going inside to eat this just to kind of cool off and then yeah. I'd come back at it and then just and just the front alone took me three hours because hmm. I was literally digging out, pulling out weeds by my hands and doing all this stuff. So 
I'm getting frustrated because I'm like, dude, this is the never ending project, the never ending project. So I'm done in the front. I go to the back and I take care of the backyard. And now I have a mess of like the kids toys, the bikes, the stuff. And I see the quad out there and I was like, I'm not putting anything away right now. I was like, let me start this quad, start the quad. And I left my phone on top of my, uh, the stand that I have in the back room. And I just started and I was like, dude, I'm out. I'm out. I'm just going to go ride around and just r relax. Like, just mm. get that out of my head. Like, I was, it's just frustrating because now i got to put all this stuff away. I was gone probably for like a half an hour. My wife had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know where I was. She didn't even know that I was gone. And it was just fun to know that at first I stopped at his house. I saw him and the boys and, mm. and his wife. They're building sandbox, which was dope as hell. The, the sandbox sitting there and how excited the boys were. And I'm like, yo. I'm gonna go for a run before time runs out, and I don't and I can't ride the quad. Yeah. He was like, "All right, yeah, 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 cool." So I just go, and I'm just like seeing like the mud, and I'm like trying to do donuts because I can't figure out how to do a donut to save myself. But I'm <laughs> trying to get it in there and just running through it, and then hop over the bridge, you go to the next section, and I'm just like, just not thinking of anything, just making sure that I'm safe while I'm doing all this stuff, and just free like not a worry in the world and i'm like dude to the point where i was like i'm i don't want to go back so i went back around i drove through my section up and down and around and the next you know i stopped at jim's house again he's like yo here hands me a cold one and i'm like that's it like that's all i needed so then when i got home i wasn't frustrated about the mess i wasn't yeah. frustrated about putting away my tools i literally put everything away loaded up the quad Going to the house, I tell my wife, I was like, all right, hold the whole backyard is done. I was like, I just got done riding the quad. She's like, you did what? You rode the quad? I didn't even know you were gone. Like, she was so in tune to her own thing. Sure. And, and that's what it was. It was just like, I just needed, like, I guess because I was working on the yard so much and I was getting at frustrated. Yeah. It's hot. I'm doing it by myself, like I always do. And it was just frustrating. So just, like, taking that breath air, going out for that ride, for that breath air, just to bring you back in. And like you say, just take a step back and then come back to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yard work is one of those things for me too that it, dude, it can totally make or break. And it's one of it's like a workout because when you're done, you're happy that you did yes. it. Oh, absolutely. And and you know, like you're and you're it's way more presentable, and your house looks great. And then you start comparing your cutting to the neighbor's cutting. <laughs> you're just oh. like, oh man, it's satisfying. It's just satisfying. Yeah. It's just like you feel good because everything looks good, and then it's like. You did it, or something yeah. like rewarding about that, and you get to go into. I don't know. Like, for me, it's mainly in the summer. You take a nice cold shower and yeah. just go about your day after that. Um, that's so awesome. But yeah, yard work is another good one. Um, any final thoughts on overcoming frustration? Lend a plug here. Never Sorry. take it too personal to make yourself go off edge. Yeah, for sure. It's always something. You can always, it's always something you could get back to. Even if it's not the next day or that within that day, even if it takes you two weeks to get back to it, step back from it so it doesn't take over. Yeah, I love it. All right, well, a uh, little shameless plug. Uh, visit bless.com, B-L-3-S-S-E-D.com, and get blessed. It's a lifestyle for dreamers and believers. Uh, check out Miguel's Riverside Barbershop app. Book your appointment, gentlemen. Get your haircut. We're located in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Uh, but Goose takes customers from all, all areas, even including the uh, tri-state area. So anyway, with that being said, we like to end things with quotes. And the first one is by Joyce Meyer. Frustration is a sign I am acting independently. The more you try your own way, the tighter the doors will stay closed. And the second one by Tony Robbins. I've come to believe that all my past failure and frustration were actually laying the foundation for the understandings that have created the new level of living I now enjoy. Overcoming frustration. In this episode, we discuss our stories of frustration, overcoming it, and the advice to folks who are completely frustrated with life. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Joyce Meyer and Tony Robbins. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. 
This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>